Test one, two. Test one, two. Check, 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 check. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the vocal minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and cousin Brewski. The vocal minority with Nick and Steve. Take one. We are taking one and welcome back to another episode of the vocal minority with Nick and Steve. Ola Bruski. Ah, you can find our website, of course, online. It's the vocal minority.net. And uh, yeah, some of our socials are there. So go check us out on TikTok, which doesn't seem to be going anywhere, gentlemen. Well, the momentum's building against it, but I'm That's finding true. this whole thing to be completely erroneous. I can't Why? figure out the actual valid reason. I really feel like this is some conspiracy theory against the tech industry or against China. You do? I, I, I can't figure out why the why does TikTok have any more control over my data than Facebook does or Apple does or whatever it is. Like it's, it's, it's who they're turning it's it over. In China, dude. It's who they're giving it to. Well, and also their their main investor was the Chinese National Bank. And so I don't think I don't think I don't think Facebook and Twitter are giving. (laughs) Should I not be driving around in my Toyota? I mean, I don't know. No, that's not being handed over to the government from Toyota. That's Japanese. There is TikTok. They've assured us that. But the the theory is that we can't trust TikTok. How do I know I can trust Toyota or Kawasaki back? You can't, dude. This is becoming very xenophobic very quickly, is my point. Like I had this conversation with my mother who has been scammed, even with the watchful eye of her doting son, has been scammed a few different times, just buying stupid stuff on like the Facebook ads and stuff like that. Sure. And I tell, I keep telling her, if you're going to purchase anything or send money anywhere or uh, give numbers up anything, you call me first and <laughs> I will tell you if you could, if you can have permission or not. And she has failed to do so a couple of times and she's been taken. I told her this weekend, listen, this world we're living in right now, you can no longer trust anything. Right. That's kind of that's where I'm going, dude, is that right. I oh. can't trust anything. I am so paranoid that someone's going to rip me off somewhere in my life. It, it's ridiculous. That's a fair way to look at it. So that's what I'm saying. Like, why is TikTok any worse than anything else on my phone? I don't I don't get it. Nobody yeah. Because they're owned anything. by the Chinese government. That's why they're not owned by the Chinese government, though. Yes, they are. But they're they not. Own, the, the, OK, the, the bank, the, the bank that loaned them the money to start the 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 the, the, the app. Sure. Is owned by the Chinese government. Because it's a communist country. Okay, but but it's owned by the government, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, but so what? Does that it, give them a portal into TikTok's data? And if so, yeah. how is my data any less safe on TikTok than on any other app? Not to because mention other apps aren't, aren't, but the, those ones aren't owned by the Chinese government. Like, They're like not that owned by is. your enemy, Stephen. So okay. did the TikTok CEO just flat out lie in front of Congress last week? Yeah. Possibly. I, Absolutely. Will, if you were him, what, what would you say? Do you know that for a fact that he lied, Brisky? Okay, but think about if you think about this. Though, I was going to say know, we're making assertions no one else is. So go ahead. Okay, but, but would, if, it's if, a if phenomenon. If if you were him, would you want us? Would you go in there and say, yeah, you know, if it's in the sea, my assertion is true. Yeah, we're owned by the Chinese government. They they own the bank, and and they they have access to everything that I have access to. I mean, if if that was all true, yeah, you but think you're making gonna... leaps there. I just don't. I don't. I haven't heard that just because you own a company in China that that gives the government just unfettered access to it. Okay. Especially when it's even though it's owned by a Chinese company, it's 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 not like based in mainland China or anything. And the American TikTok is walled off from the rest of the global tick. I just nobody's I, proven anything here other than we're freaked out by China for some reason. 
for some reason, Steve, I mean, the, uh, you know what that government has done. Uh, I mean, they've run over their own people with tanks, for God's sakes, just who would just, sure. you, yeah. you know, and, and so, so everything from China. Bad. Yeah, pretty much. Well, well, well start, I mean, now we know, can't buy start anything throwing your anymore. clothing away, start throwing your <laughs> no, no, manufacturing no, stuff away. No, I mean, no, I'm, not about, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about where do you think as... your phone was made? I don't care if it's made by Android. They made it in China. How do we know they didn't plant firmware in there? Like how far down this rabbit hole are we going? No one can prove anything. It's just. OK, theory. so so China's completely innocent then. OK, no, I'm problem. not saying they're in. <laughs> I'm not in the mood for a fight. I'm just saying, no, I'm not, I'm not either. I'm just saying no one's proven anything to me. <laughs> I don't I don't trust them. And I know you hate TikTok. Nick, what's your what? I mean, no, I don't hate TikTok. I just think that adults shouldn't be on it. I think that's a a teenager thing. All right. Well, I love TikTok. I don't want it to go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we got 150 million Americans on it. A bunch of people making tons of money on it, including us. I mean, I think think in our economy. If, if it goes away, you know, I'm sure it'll be replaced with something. But TikTok's got something down that uh, gets you on rhythm with what you actually want to see. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's huge the way that people log on to this and do just live, you know, blah, 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 looking into a camera. And how many people watch them and make money? They make tons of money on TikTok. I don't think it could go away. And what is I, the concern, though? Like, let's just say China is, let's just say the Chinese government has full access to everything on TikTok. Okay, now what? What's my concern here? Well, now they know that you, what kind of women you like and you're no i think wednesday adams is sexy, okay, <laughs> okay great. Yes. So they, they can hold that over my head i've already admitted to that china so now have you bought anything on tiktok no no i haven't i've bought on tiktok so maybe i don't know maybe they got my bank numbers i i don't know i don't know what they're trying to say i'm just but, saying like if they're spying on us i don't think they need tiktok for that all of our information is just everywhere i mean we talked to a security expert on the show that said it's it's everywhere they i guess it gives them about you i guess it gives them the option though uh with tiktok uh 150 million americans they can turn your camera and microphone on so are they tapping everybody i i don't know how deep it could go china is interested in supplanting the united states as the world's number one power of course they are everyone and they're gonna is. do they're gonna do well, what everything. is tiktok gonna help them to get the because phone? because that gets that gets them insight into election like where they're, where they're looking for as far as who they're supporting you can and interfere they, with the election possibly listen dude well, ads are doing TikTok. that so. yeah i understand but listen you know what they find out that we have to be careful of is they now know each and every dance move of a teenager right. yes. <laughs> you know? they know what your next door neighbor's daughter likes to dance to and uh i suppose they can weaponize that somehow but listen I don't dude. Know. listen the guy testified no one got him no one grilled him into the corner he was like oops you know it you was, got me you have to admit if you watched or listened to any of that that it was a little funny only because there is a bunch of morons oh, talking yeah. to this guy, you know, calling it Tic Tac, which uh, is <laughs> hysterical. And uh, I, I, I understand it because Steve did it last week. But listen to me, Steve, when there was an old, old senator in there, <laughs> oh, he said, yeah. uh, you know, oh, every time I turn on to Tic Tac, it's uh, nothing but homosexuals dancing and young women, <laughs> you know, blah, blah, blah. This little girl 
does a duet, which is where they watch, you know, the person's video and comment on it. And she was like, uh, that's your for you page. <laughs> the only way that develops is through what you like and what you watch. As the guy kept saying, we do the same thing every app does as far as access to your data or your camera. Like, and I'm you still know, looking for the and. I don't, don't trust, I don't trust the guy, though, the, the CEO, because he's going to say everything <laughs> he has to to protect his company. I mean, he could he could be doing um, all sorts of crazy stuff. He's not going to admit to it. There's no penalty for lying under oath, right? <laughs> no, he, there doesn't is, seem to be. Is, is he even an uh, American citizen? Because he could always just leave the country if he wants to. Yeah, well, maybe he does know. go back and forth. I don't know. I don't know much about the saying. guy. He seemed like the type of guy to me that if uh, would change it, help you change a tire, you know, on oh. the side of the road. He seemed like a he seemed like yeah, a I'm good sure dude. He did. Listen, Listen he did. I, I have yet to hear the gotcha, and I've yet to hear the real concern. So I'm just waiting for that. Short of that, it's too big to just go away. Turn it, it all just, over. Just is all your data. Give it all over to him. We all already we do. All do. That was the no, whole I mean, point I mean, of that take, interview. Take, take a take a step up and just say, hey, you know what, China, have all my data, all the hell you want. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see if you're right, Brewski. <laughs> Maybe you will remain unfettered. Uh, but I, I mean, I'm going in strong. Yeah, go my, for it. Yeah, I'm become theory. skeptical of conspiracy theories. That's all. This is my theory, dude, on this whole TikTok thing just to sound like one by the way my guys. kids have been calling it tic tac for years that's where i picked that up from that's not some old guy thing that's what my young hip kids call it <laughs> <laughs> listen uh my, this is my theory okay the reason they want to shut TikTok down is, is because, because they're defeating silicon valley well they're defeating silicon valley but they have the world's attention that uh they don't want it to have that much power the yes. amount of people yes. that this is taking over and they can't say that right and because we're a free country so they can't they can't so scare you with like this china spying baloney oh please you know that you honestly don't <laughs> think that china is spying at all they're spying on us in a thousand ways TikTok is the least of it the oh, least I mean, we have balloons floating over our goddamn head. I get that. Like, like I would, I would. What I would does my TikTok it. algorithm have to do with national security or? I would respect. The, I would respect the point more if you were like, you know what? They can they can spy all they want, and that's just another tool that they use. But just to minimize that. it, no, no, <laughs> literally, minimize, no. But you, but to minimize it and say that that TikTok is like a tiny fraction of of what they're doing, that's just ridiculous. Yes, yeah, and you may I be think right. they have way better ways to spy on real things, banking info, and you know security and your like private uh, they have a million ways every country does we've seen it here dude you know what over. you know what settles this is that we uh let's get someone on the show to tell us exactly what it's all about we did I, that already we're gonna get we're gonna get another tech bobo that 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 is gonna just say oh tiktok is completely safe and you can use it all the heck you want listen you can put you, you can know put what? your social hey, security Brisky. number on there and it won't be a problem you can find the person you no. find the person. Please, no, no I'd, I, I would like you to find the person. No, it's because, a direct it, order. No. <laughs> it's a direct order of our friendship. I would like you to find the expert that comes on to talk to us about TikTok. And if you don't do it, you you have a pail full of holes because why wouldn't you have them on to prove your point? I would love to hear it, seriously, because no one's I haven't heard it yet other than theory. So, sure, get someone on. They can explain this to me because I don't get it. My point is, we are just as susceptible to TikTok as we are to every other app on your phone. And, yeah, my theory, and this is not something I created. There's a bunch of tech people saying this, that, you know, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, they haven't been able to figure out how to mimic TikTok. And they don't like that a foreign company is doing better than them. 
So they're drumming up this China fear to, you know, get rid of TikTok. But I, I guarantee you it's not going to stop any spying that might be going on any of us. That's all. So Listen, we are in a world where we are no longer have any privacy. Yeah, I mean, that's the truth. Any that was the point of the tech expert we had on that you've already given up all of this information. It's all over the place. So, right. So I don't know. I just don't understand what TikTok has done that is so bad other than this, you know, fear of China. So, Steve, here's a question. If if let's just say that we weren't getting a lot of traction on TikTok uh, with our videos, let's just say that we were another another app was was doing better for us. Would you be defending TikTok this much? Yeah, really? So, I mean, like, part, part, part of the it's, Ask it's, an answer, your honor. Yes, okay. it's not. Yeah. Well, listen, we're doing fine on TikTok. I don't personally use TikTok for anything like it's not some big favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting more traction on YouTube and Facebook, in all honesty, than TikTok is. But, you know, it's it's promoting us. So and good by the way, know. thank you for all those visits, dude. We're on YouTube. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook, and yeah, we're on TikTok. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this. We interrupt our program to bring you a special. Here is a news bulletin. We interrupt this program to bring you all the humanity and all the faith. The state which will live in infamy. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Here to know news. News you need to know. Let's hop to it, gentlemen. It was a long show open talking about TikTok today. There are frustrations, there are concerns and fears. Let's just call that our first news need to know story right there. (laughs) Yeah, okay, I can agree with that. On to the second story. (laughs) I'm going to take you somewhere lighter, okay? Mm. Uh, Steve, a bit under the weather. Am I allowed to reveal your health? Is there a HIPAA violation? (laughs) Well, I mean, China already knows, so yeah, you guys know. (laughs) All right, so I wondered if you've been doing a little traveling as I find a news article pop up in my uh, local neck of the woods. And I thought this could have been Stephen Harness, Yakima, Washington. Mm. If you live in Yakima, you may have seen a familiar superhero walking around downtown. Spider-Man is webbing his way across Yakima, spreading positivity throughout the community. Then I was like, oh, it's got to be someone else. Fighting negativity. That's good, Spidey. All right, dude. Uh, I've retired my underoos, so (laughs) they're spouting positivity either. I'm very surprised you don't have a a full Spidey suit. And if Dottie's listening to the program, like, uh, I mean, I would think that'd be a great Christmas gift, right? Well, you know, not not that this is a Spidey thing. This is actually uh, a Shazam and a Superman thing. But I was recently on a uh, auction that actually had underoos for sale. Actually, this person owned a lot of old toys, and they had still sealed in the packages underoos. I would only buy underoos if I could fit in them, and if they're uh, the originals, <laughs> I mean, it's probably not going to happen. Wow. Right. Well, we found out they make them for adults nowadays, too, so you can do that. But, no, I don't find anything uh, erotic about Spider-Man's costume, if that's where you're trying to go with this. Oh, I was Dottie. not. Well, you're, not bringing, you're bringing the girlfriend into it. So I, I was just, uh, well, I, I mean, uh, Crosby, hey, if you're listening, maybe that'd be a good Christmas <laughs> gift. I mean, it doesn't matter for who. I mean, you I'm just saying, someone that costume, might, but... might buy you a Christmas gift. In all seriousness, Spider-Man's costume is not very good for cosplay. Like, it, that's why it took so long in the movies to get the costume looking right, because... The comic accurate version doesn't really exist in real life. Spandex that would look good like that. Like a Batman, you know, cowl yeah, that would look sure. cool on your shelf. The Spider Man mask thing is just a nothing. So even if you had it in a foam head to 
make it 3D wouldn't be yeah. great on your shelf. You know, you'd have to get a really, a really well done based <laughs> on the movie ones because the other ones, like the cheap Halloween costume ones, are just stupid. So. All right, this dude well, lives in Yakima, which is a small town, and to him, he didn't think it was stupid at all. Right after the lockdown, he was feeling bored and got the idea that you know what, I feel lonely. I'm sure a lot of other people do as well. So he purchased the Spider-Man costume to go out in public and just wear it. He wasn't actually going to act like Spider-Man. Uh, he got so much positive reaction that he decided to make it his thing. He would head out onto the town and just like compliment old women and uh, young men. You know, like he just complimented everyone. He became an uplifting spirit in the town of Yakima. With great power comes great complimenting skills. <laughs> I think that's what the expression was. So you should be out there, dude. I'm telling you, Tahoe could use some of this positivity right about now. It's a fine line between being a local icon for doing that and being arrested immediately. <laughs> so, that is true. You got to so. know what that line is. If not, it could be a problem. And that, if true. we know you, Steve, you would probably cross it just to cross it. I'd be out there <laughs> trying to fight crime. Damn it. You would. Well, you wouldn't ride your dirt bike with a Spider-Man costume on. That'd be awesome, dude. No, no, I wouldn't. Um, I have seen like the the people that'll go into like the like if you've seen the children's hospital, like the window washers will dress yeah. up in the costumes, yeah. and, you know, something cool like that. Like to go to a a specific place where you would not be immediately arrested or beaten down, <laughs> right. and, yeah. and children would be happy to see you. Uh, maybe to feel that admiration or something, but uh, just wandering around your neighborhood dressed as a superhero—that <laughs> seems like the act of an unbalanced person. But he made stops. He went to senior homes. He went to elementary schools. Like he visited people in the hospital mm. uh, after COVID, but couldn't do it while COVID was there. I see. Did you see the story a few years ago about the kid that was uh, terminally ill? And the whole town made him Batman for the day. You know, they ah. staged his whole thing with super villains and him and his dad were out there fighting crime. It was both the most sweet thing and the most depressing thing I've ever seen. It was. There was a darkness yeah. to it, dude. I mean, well, the yeah. video of watching it was, you know, one of the videos you watch that, you know, is fantastic because you see the good side of human spirit, you know, but then you also look at a kid and be like, oh, this is his last hurrah. Right. You pull know, that video so, up on youtube right now and just keep thinking to yourself yeah that could be that now that's yeah, great yeah. <laughs> you know i mean that's what i say i mean it's very sweet but yeah so depressing all that make a wish stuff is so yeah. it's sweet at its core but obviously depressing overall so i'm i'm laying it down right now that if anyone ever wants me as a make a wish like hey i want to meet that guy uh i'll do it uh, yeah. Nick, if somebody asked you uh, to be your uh, to be the wash the last wish thing, what is it yeah, called? Yeah, make a wish. Make a wish. What yeah. would you charge for something like that? Do you have a ballpark figure? Oh, I wouldn't. Obviously, those it would be free. You get paid for that? What are you yeah. talking about, dude? Like this Ew. this kid has requested you. You can now charge anything you want. The parents can't tell him no. <laughs> Come on, are you I happy believe, to this or what are we doing here? I'm not joking, won't you? Insurance fee, remote fee, something. I mean, come on. Yeah. At least got to pick up your hotel. I mean, <laughs> oh, no, dude, I'm doing I, it. I, I I'm putting the, the bill. This I kid's gonna remember it for like another month. I mean, come on, what the hell, dude. I will foot the bill, and no matter what. If I'm broke and poor, I'll foot the bill. <laughs> All right. Well, I would expect nothing less from Nick Reynolds. I would expect nothing less from anyone that has a beating heart.
Well, now I hope I get a terminal illness so I can make you my make-a-wish. I'm going to make you jump through all sorts of hoops. My dying wish to watch Nick uh, land on every continent in the next 48 hours. Go oh, for it, Nikki. <laughs> I'd do my best, dude. I'd try it. You know, I won't. I'll Dressed as Spider-Man, please. <laughs> oh. Need to know news. News you need to know. All right. From the good side of humanity to uh, the lesser side, uh, I point this out in all seriousness. Uh, road rage shootings are increasing. Road rage in general has been going up, but shootings, there were more than 500 last year report fines. That is incredible on one level and doesn't seem like very much on another level because I've seen the uh, numbers on those spike. It seems like I'm hearing about them happen once every two weeks in Seattle. Well, that's probably about right. 550 people in the last year were either shot or shot at in road rage incidents. Uh, there's a lot of videos out there. It's insane to me, dude. And I've I've been a uh, a man who has had bad luck with road rage sometimes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've had road rage. Come on. I've yeah. been so yeah. mad. I can never imagine saying like, eh, I'll shoot this guy cut me off like you who do you think you are well that's the problem so you're not a gun-toting maniac like that but you never know who the person you're screaming at is right things have become just so violent and terrible in this country that i'm not surprised to hear a statistic like that but my i guess my overall point is in all sincerity i know you have road rage you and i've done it together um I re- <laughs> do you recall when we first picked up my uh, my former uh, wife at the airport back in like i don't know 2000 I vaguely i do yes someone cut us off it was nick and i picking up my uh she was my girlfriend at the time at the airport and someone cut us off and i just recall screaming something like i will murder your entire family (laughs) (laughs) and he did it with his rage face that face that steve only gets when you think dude there's something wrong with this guy i just Um, i i felt the urge to yell something that might actually affect this person so not just i'm gonna kill you i'm gonna murder your whole freaking family yes and it may Um, feel good in the moment but things are getting dangerous in this country you know as well as anybody is my wife has road rage and sometimes parking lot rage (laughs) right yes uh i had to tell my wife and i'm not a man who tells his wife things very often uh but i said for me please will you really think about your road rage and where it's going to take you because Mm. you're going to get shot or where, you know, who knows what's going to happen to you. We were up on a mountaintop, Brewski, uh, went skiing for the day. Okay. Rachel, me, harness. We get done and everyone is leaving the hill at one time and gridlock grid. Just I'm in gridlock where we didn't move in an hour. We didn't move one foot. It was yeah. a parking lot where everyone's just rushing for the two exits. Everyone's leaving at once, so we don't move like a foot in an hour. And oh. all all of us are, you know, on edge. But Rachel cannot contain herself. Oh, no. This is car from the other side, when we finally get to move like a foot, tries to inch in front of us to block us out, and Rachel loses her crap. Rolls down the window, hangs out of the window, and just starts 
going crazy. I mean, she was going crazy. Yeah. Arm swinging. What was she saying, Harness? I, I don't remember, but she was yelling and screaming. And if we were on a highway going 50 miles an hour, and we weren't going to see these people again anytime soon, maybe, but we're not moving. So she's just screaming at the people three inches away from us. And then it's like, hi, okay. We're good. <laughs> so, dude, for the hour leading up to this, she's in the car. She's been like, what an idiot, you know? And, I, and I'm just like, baby, calm down. You know, like, we're, we're good. We can't do anything about it. And I'm telling her, calm down, calm down. She finally does this and explodes. And she gets back into the car. And I told her, we're going to have to go kick their ass if, yeah. for what you're doing right now. And it was a guy of car full of guys, <laughs> younger guys. Hey, she's and, a military veteran. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, she's not afraid to she's not afraid to get physical, but I'm going to have to do it. Steve's not yeah. going to sit there. He's going to get up, you know, <laughs> we're the ones yeah. are going to have to get in the fight. Of course, right. I get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. So I told her, I was like, you better shut your effing mouth, dude. <laughs> like you need to be quiet now. And we were stuck by him for another hour. <laughs> oh my God. And something like that. I mean, it, in hindsight, it, it panned out. Okay. We did not have to get a fight. They didn't have a gun, but what if, what if they did have a gun? What if we were fighting? I mean, we're all just gridlocked in here. Yeah, you know, it was bad, dude. Yeah, and I've had many road rage incidents in my life, and I have gotten to a point in my personal therapy where I have realized that it's really doing nobody any good. You're not. It, you're only getting yourself all wound up. The person yes. in the other car is never going to roll down the window and be like, hey, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm a real a-hole. Let me pull over for Just you. Just having a bad day. Sorry, man. Right. You're never going to solve anything. And with, yeah, this increased climate we have in our country of just violence and gun-packing idiots, it could seriously end badly. Do you rage, Brewski? Well, as a professional now, driver, I was going to say, as Uber, like you're on the road all the time. So what is that I, like for you? If I have passengers in the car, I will say that sometimes I'll be like, dude, come on. The light's green. Let's go. Right. <laughs> That's the Boston experience. Okay. But that's yeah, but, but being polite in Boston. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 but I'm like, but so now if I'm alone, all yes. bets are off. Yeah. All bets are off. So now his, but his, so here, his, his look for you. So Saturday night, I'm driving, I have a passenger, and this guy in this SUV next to me starts beeping and, and like flashing at me. And he pulls up next to me and rolls his window down. And my passenger has the her back window down, and he's Caribbean and he's he's cutting this like losing his mind on me, just screaming and yelling, right? Fearful. So, Are you fearful? No, 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 not at all. <laughs> what a ridiculous like question. A Caribbean jerk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> No, fire. so but 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 um my my passenger's like, can you believe this? And yeah, and oh, she's oh a, my gosh. I don't know. She, she's a she's a black woman herself, and she's oh, super, well. yeah, and, and so she was throwing that yeah. word around a lot in the car. Because, Did you repeat uh, it back? Yeah, what about this in? <laughs> no, 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 no. So she's like, Can you believe this guy? And she's kind of laughing. So then I start saying to the guy, Hey, how's it going? Yeah, nice to see you too. I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> She starts laughing, and I don't know if I can say this on the air or not, but she starts laughing, and she smacks me in the back of the shoulder, and she says, you're an effing dickhead, and she starts laughing at me, <laughs> and, she, and she's like, you're hilarious. I think diffusing is probably the right way to go. There's some guy uh, out there with the YouTube channel where he pulls up next to, like, dudes in cars. He's like some white guy, and he'll pull up next to a couple of brothers in a car, roll the window down, and be like, hey, hey, excuse me, and they all roll the window down and look at him like, yeah. He's like, 
can you do me a favor? Save some women for the rest of us, please. (laughs) And then he he laughs. Yeah, he compliments them and everyone cracks. But there's this moment of like, we're about to get a fight because that's what the tension level is in this country nowadays. So my point is, I would really encourage everyone to wait, not waste their time yelling and screaming in traffic because it can really go wrong and it'll never go right. (laughs) No news. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. News you need to know. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Brewski, what do you got for us? Well, yeah, we've all been to the fair. Sure. And you know how at the fair they always have, you know, like the little baby animals for you to see and petting zoo. Yeah. And everybody loves that, right? Sure. Well, not anymore. Not in in Ruscombe Manor Township, Pennsylvania. Okay. Why? Because snuggly they baby- deep fry all the little animals at the fair. I have to tell my kids elephant ears aren't actually elephant's ears. They were convinced they were. So. <laughs> Don't tell people that story. Dude. It makes me wonder about your kids. <laughs> They're called elephant ears and they look like them. They were small children. So. <laughs> there, you know, you got to make the distinction in that. I thought it was yesterday. Oh, yeah. yeah. I all right, so what do they do with these little animals? So the farm that actually provides the animals for everyone to pet and snuggle will not be doing it anymore because the animal rights activists have gotten out uh, against them. Stop molesting these little animals. Uh, yes. With your love and affection. <laughs> Save them for the barbecue pit. <laughs> they said they said that baby goat snuggling in particular is animal exploitation. It's something to think about, dude. If you, uh, you know, on one side of the coin, it's ridiculous. On the other side of the coin, you think about uh this has always been an issue or a big deal to a certain population of people. But after Tiger King aired during the pandemic and people saw like how trashed this whole uh, exchange of a picture and money for you with the tiger is, you know, it's a terrible thing that they breed them just so they could keep having babies. And this is not the life of an animal. If you're an animal lover, you know what I mean? I would think in many ways, a petting zoo animal would have a better life than the one out, you know, working the ranch or whatever. And by I've the way, they're not exclusively zoo. for that kind of thing. I mean, so they go to the petting zoo and get some love. Like they're not being trained to jump through flaming rings or exactly. <laughs> I mean, we have a being uh, pet. <laughs> we have a uh, an extraordinary park in Washington called the Olympic Game Park, and it's in Squim, Washington. Mm. It's a park that you drive through. And they sell at the beginning of it loaves of baled bread and you buy a loaf of bread and you drive through this park and there's all these animals just walking around your car and you roll your window down and like feed them the bread through the window. Uh, There's bears that are in there and they are behind a little fence. You pull in front of these bears and they're so well trained that they've been there for so long besides their ex circus bears. Uh, when you drive up, they sit down like a human and wave at you until you throw them a piece of bread, and they do tricks for you. And I thought, what a great park that was, dude. That was so much fun. I can't live with myself that I made those animals dance for me. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know what I mean? You'd dude? rather make an appetizer out of them? Is that so? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. I don't eat bears. Come on. <laughs> now, to, 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 well, the bears wearing leather or with their motorcycles parked nearby. <laughs> no, or... dude, these were actual bears. I they mean, weren't animals. smoking cigars or anything no, like that. Dude, this is not that kind of bark. What if they're just friendly? I mean, 
Don't discriminate against friendly <laughs> bears. And it was kind of a high neighbor type way. So I don't know. Well, uh, on a bigger scale, I don't know if you saw this story, but Ringling Brothers is back. They stopped in 2017 no. and they're back, but no more animals. None at all. Yeah, no yeah, elephants, do it no bears, no nothing. Not even, not even the unicorn. Do you remember the unicorn? I do, but yes. <laughs> it's causing some controversy. Is it the circus sure. without animals of any kind? Is there not a humane way to do it? And You know, this no. to me is the, uh, the bad side of the vocal minority. Because this group that was, you know, protesting this little petting zoo in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania, I yeah. guarantee you, there's like five people sending all those emails, you know, it does yes. not actually represent hundreds of thousands of people that were outraged at a farm in BFE, Pennsylvania was going to let people yeah. pet a goat. And no. they're a very loud vocal minority. If that just don't seem to be able to do anything else with their lives. Right. Sometimes the vocal minority are obnoxious losers that just need to get a life and we need to stop giving them fuel. It's what social media has allowed the vocal minority to become one person yes. or or 10 people comment. You're like, oh, my gosh, 10 comments. This must represent millions of people. No, yeah. it represents those probably four people that have alternate IDs that are you know commenting on the same thread. Sure. Burner accounts. And that's right. Sort of thing. So yeah. listen, there's something to animal cruelty, obviously, and probably Ringling Brothers probably did take it too far. Yes. But a petting zoo, I would argue you're kind of, uh, you know, kind Come of on. Yeah, Let's get a little too far with that. But yeah. Yeah. So Ringling Brothers is back and everyone's wondering, you know, now they're going high tech. There's all sorts of new, uh, you know, exciting things they are trying to pitch out there. So we'll see if they fail or not. You're basically just Cirque du Soleil. If you don't have animals, just, just all. Yes. Yeah, just a fancy show, dude. It's right. just, you know, which they is fine. But, you know, they might have to um, up their clown game, you know, go reaching into their clown college. And, and bring yeah. in some, some new blood. Yeah. I feel terrible for clowns, by the way. That used to be an honest profession in this world. And now <laughs> yeah. they're just nothing but creepy. Steve's you grandfather know. made a living as a famous clown, if you didn't know it. And uh, yeah, My he's great a uncle. proponent for clowns. Hey, it used to be something admired, you know, every, my, my great uncle was Bozo the clown and that was a thing to revere, but now Pennywise has ruined that for everyone, you know? Yeah. So I'm yeah. just saying we've really ruined the circus between animals and clowns. Our society has destroyed Ringling Brothers. So listen, uh, it's, you've never been asked to pull your pants down by a clown. No. No. <laughs> Is this a back alley? Here to know news. News you need to know. Indeed. Let's keep it somewhat related to circuses and talk about candy. I think maybe we've known this for a long time, but uh, sugar, candies, sweet things, they are basically crack to your brain. Yes. Uh, food preferences aren't always something we're born with. A study published Wednesday in the journal Cell Metabolism suggests that eating fatty or sugary snacks alters our brain activity and creates lasting preferences for these less healthy items. And that's, that's a bummer. As, as somebody who's addicted to sweets, it's changed everything that I crave and desire. Yeah. It's, and it's a especially bummer. as you get older and, and you start getting subjected to, uh, or you're more apt to catch to um, develop diabetes. Well, yeah. And I heard now that, you know, you've, have you ever been to a doctor or heard a doctor say, like, you're pre diabetic? 
Oh, yeah. Uh, I heard that. <laughs> this is me <laughs> talking about, of course. So, the, so there's a new term, which we can now hold you in as well, Steve, is pre-pre-diabetic is now a thing because so many people have diabetes now. So many so, people are pre-diabetic, and now you have to be pre-pre-diabetic. Correct, right. Wow. Yeah, so you've created a new category, you healthy eater, you. Uh, I, I'm a guy who can go to a bakery, a donut shop, a pastry uh, store and put down. Uh, I mean, if if no one's watching me that I know, and I just can embarrass myself, I'll, I'll put down six Krispy Kremes, no problem. Oh yeah, get into the car with. You my feel milk. that addictive urge, though, right? The craving and the yes. satisfaction in your brain. I the mean, I, eating. I, I'm, I'm the same way, which is one. You know, my my wife would make a, a tray of brownies. I would let everyone have a brownie, and then I would eat the rest of the tray. Like. <laughs> Yeah. And you used to always yeah. eat Reese's Pieces. You had bags of oh, Reese's yeah. Pieces. For sure. And then I became overweight and pre-diabetic, actually. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so uh, for this study, researchers at Yale, because they have nothing better to do at Yale, apparently. They don't have a football team, right? So. Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> not, not one that anyone's heard. Oh, you shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking, Yale. Take it down a notch. Uh, so anyways, they broke people into two groups. One group of uh, participants uh, had a high-fat, high-sugar yogurt twice daily for eight weeks. The other group had a low-fat, low-sugar yogurt for eight weeks. Aside from that, they all kept their diets the same. At the end, the groups rated puddings with varying fat concentrations and apple juices with a range of sugar levels. The group that ate the high-fat, high-sugar yogurt said they did not like any of the low-fat options. Uh, they then gave all of these participants an MRI scan while drinking milkshakes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. The scan showed that the treat increased brain activity in the group that had eaten the high-fat, high-sugar uh, yogurt, but not in the other. So, again, this is essentially crack. So if you have a crack habit and you smoke more crack, it just steamrolls on you. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't have a crack habit, you're not as drawn into it. Uh, did they see any brain freeze on those MRIs? Oh, uh, that's something that I don't know why science hasn't figured this out yet. Why? What yeah. is brain freeze and why can't we cure that? Uh, and you know how to get rid of it quickly, just from one fat guy to the rest of the world, is to put, place your tongue on the roof of your mouth and it'll go away just about like that. Hmm. I'll tell go. my son that he suffers from it and is quite annoyed by it. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, interesting. That's so uh, interesting, though, that, that it, I, I, I could say, yeah, it's true. I mean, I crave sugar. Uh, there is when I go off sugar, uh, it is like I'm kicking a drug, first of all. Second of all, as soon as I go off it, I start to lose weight fast. Yeah. Yeah. It, the study showed that during the eight weeks that none of this led to increased weight. However, their overall point is it leads to a change in your brain chemistry, which is going to in, in, inherently make you want to eat more sugary foods, which then will spiral into bad health and diabetes and everything else. So. Yeah. Hey, we're talking about it's a phenomenon, a true phenomenon right now is the diabetes world. Well, I can I can tell you guys, um, I used to have a major soda habit, Coca-Cola in particular. Oof. I've really weaned myself down. Like I might have one 20 ounce Coke a day now. And that's, <laughs> that's a wean down. Yeah. To drink it daily. How many were you Just, drinking a day before? It, what, Just all day, every day or what? Well, yeah, it wouldn't be unusual for me to have like four or five cans a day. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I used to be the same way with Mountain Dew back in my 20s and whatnot. Yeah. It's, it's the easiest thing you can do to lose weight is stop drinking sugar water. 
So, yeah. I mean, it's just pure sugar water. It's yep. what I first experimented with years ago. And I noticed, you know, shedding 10 pounds quickly of just stop drinking soda, drinking yeah. water instead. And, and I get it. I mean, I, I pounded sodas forever and ever. And, um, but yeah, I stopped and it had an immediate effect on me. And I noticed uh, Bill Maher's done this before. I noticed Joe Rogan was just doing it on his podcast of showing pictures of all of us at the beaches in the 1960s and 70s. Right. And everyone's thin and in good shape. And then you show pictures nowadays and everyone's <laughs> fat and overweight. Yeah. And I saw a documentary a few years ago that to a lot of people, this is common knowledge, but I did not realize the exact cause of all of that. That in the late 70s, we went on this anti-fat kick in our country. Fat-free. Everything became fat-free. Diet right and tab. Yeah. Every every kind of food became fat-free. But the problem is fat tastes really good. So they had to find a different thing to put in there where they could say it's fat-free, but it still needs to taste good. And that thing is sugar. Sugar is in everything we consume. I mean, stuff it doesn't need to be in. Why do peanut butter have sugar? Yeah, everything. I mean, ketchup, everything has sugar added to it because we took all this fat out. And that is why our country has just slowly ballooned over these years. And by the way, it's almost impossible to go to a grocery store and buy things that are actually sugar free. Yes, it is. Pasta. Why? Why? Why do they add it to all this stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then even we're finding out, you know, uh, some of the natural sugars are not that great in high volumes in your, you know, bananas and apples and stuff like that. Like you have to realize that that all has natural sugar and eating just a ton of it. It's obviously better than eating, you know, a ton of tasty cakes or something like that. But it's still, you know, it has a lot of sugar in it. Well, and the other depressing thing I learned from that documentary is not only are they adding sugar to everything, but when you eat carbs, you know, bread, pastas, your body turns it into sugar. Yeah. So it's just we got sugar going everywhere in this society. And that's why we're all so freaking overweight. So I'm not giving up pizza, damn it. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you can't you can't just get rid of it. So moderation becomes the key to it and getting rid of obvious things like just candy, donuts, soda like these are just these are blatantly you know packed with sugar Um, but yeah everything is so you're not getting rid of it that's why i found that just eating a little smarter and burning a little more calories by working out is been what i've done to find the balance there's been a few great documentaries on food in general and the way that we sway people with food uh you know like steve was just talking about like that was a whole campaign that they did of all this diet right you know all that kind of new pop and soda and stuff with sugar-free uh do you guys remember msg that was found in a lot of chinese food and such you know monosodium glutamate yeah there you go thanks uh it is a uh, issue that in America, we started talking about like, oh, if they had a restaurant here, it would be like no MSG. We talked yeah. about how bad it was for us. And then you would start going to restaurants and they would print. We don't use any MSG because it was that important to people. The truth of the matter is, is that MSG supposedly to this documentary is not bad for you and it was uh it was a big thing that you know was kind of xenophobic that they were trying to get the cooking you know they didn't want people to fall in love with the chinese cuisine as much as they were and taking msg away made it an issue i thought that was fascinating that they try and sway and change us through our food i i think it's more how you cook the food than whether there's msg in it or not 
And this goes back to the start of this fine episode of Chinese xenophobia, <laughs> MSG, TikTok. We just seem to have some sort of the Chinese are trying to get you. You should go have real Chinese food. Keep the MSG in there. Yeah. What do they call it in China? They just call it food, right? <laughs> yes, Jerry. Probably. Need to know news. News you need to know. Uh, young Donald Trump Jr. was on stage. Uh, you know, they continue to do these little dog and pony shows and go around and talk to people. Uh, some of it's about politics, but most of it is usually just about getting people riled up, as we know. Yeah, getting uh, their money. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. There's a little clip of uh, Don Jr. at this last, you know, dog and pony show. So if you're going to have a phone, you can give your money to AT&T and watch it get weaponized against everything that you believe, or you can go to Patriot Mobile. <laughs> like, it's that simple. So uh, let us you- exploit your data. <laughs> have you guys heard of Patriot Mobile? No. Yes, I have, actually. I know this. Oh. This is so funny. So Patriot Mobile are uh, consider themselves a mobilizing freedom through you know cell use getting started is easy with them you go to their web page and you do it and their motto is celebrating life it's patriot mobile and their page is covered with you know the, what you would expect people holding american flags and you know signs and stuff like that uh. So uh, why is it important to uh, get in on this? Because we are for Christian values, the people behind this company, and uh, you're not going to demonize us for not wanting to give all our data and our money to these woke phone companies. Okay. (laughs) Right. So that's the whole idea behind Patriot Mobile. So he gives that whole uh, talk and uh people start looking around and they're like oh patriot mobile doesn't own any of their own cell towers i was gonna say who are they actually operating under yeah their time their lease is through at&t t-mobile sprint like uh, i was gonna say it's always verizon or at&t or whatever so yes like that's crazy dude that i mean uh, this is how dumbed down these people are to have any critical thinking at all that are on if you're on patriot mobile i mean you are dumb you're an idiot listen (laughs) i applaud people like donald trump jr for coming up with new ways to exploit the right wing's idiocy and fears and get money out of them and by lying to them to do that i can't believe they would lie and mislead like that that's crazy you want to be a good person who believes in god and loves their country come to patriot mobile i mean it's just that simple and people are just eating it up dude you know who I blame for this? I blame Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, with Mint Mobile. He's oh, a very man. wealthy man, isn't he? We were oh, discussing that. this a few episodes back of how normal actors maybe are worth two or three hundred million dollars, but the people that get smart with their money, like George Clooney and Ryan Reynolds, these dudes are now billionaires. Yeah. Because yeah. they've capitalized their name along with seed money that they have from their acting career. And yeah, he's just sold Mint Mobile for over a billion dollars. Ryan Reynolds. I mean, yeah. he's doing his own TV commercials, dude. I thought right. you are really, really putting yourself into this. And Mint Mobile is the same concept. Like they sublet, you know, cellular, you know, bandwidth from Verizon right. or whoever it is. So he just he took a, a, a thing that was already existing and just turned it into a billion dollar company for himself. Like, he also, he also owned Avion Gin originally, and he sold yes. that too 
for a lot of money. Yeah, Aviator Gin. And that's Again, that from right. Clooney, you know, because Clooney had his uh, tequila brand out there that that he sold for six or seven hundred million dollars or whatever. That's why all these celebrities start to get into, you know, some brand of liquor or wine. Martha Stewart has a wine. Snoop Dogg has a wine. Like, Well, you know who the original oh, was? The, the original was the Red Rocker himself, Sammy Agar. Yeah, he sold Cabo Wabo years ago for a whole ton of money, too. So. And now he owns Sammy's Beach Bar Rum, because which is they actually make it in Hawaii with Hawaiian sugarcane. Yeah. And because he when he sold the tequila, he had to sign a, an agreement that he wouldn't be in the tequila business for a certain amount of years yeah. after the sale. So yeah. then he decided to get back into the liquor business with uh, with Rick Springfield, mind you. <laughs> and and they, they own um, the, the rum company now. Nice. Yeah. No, that's a big thing. I work with a vodka company up here in Tahoe. They're based out of Lake Tahoe. And they told me years ago, their entire business model is just simply keep dumping money into this vodka brand to build up enough market share where Smirnoff or someone else is going to come in and say, here's a billion dollars to buy you out. That's what they're holding out for. Oh, yes. Absolutely. And it's good vodka. Yeah. Makes me grumpy, but that that's not well, good. It does. <laughs> that's fascinating. It's a big secret of mine. Yeah, I can't announce the local. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I have ruined two different holidays getting drunk on on that vodka brand, and oh, I don't really? know why. It makes me grumpy. That's not to say it does it to everyone. They're a fine product. Good sponsor of my station. There's <laughs> alcohol like that. That you know, just different alcohols always affect people differently. I well, suppose. I'll tell you, I googled it, and there is that. There is, but this kind of vodka because they make it differently. They make it out of wheat instead yeah. of whatever vodka's potatoes, potatoes yeah. yeah and i don't know it, it hits me weird but everyone loves the product and it's branded with tahoe and that's cool but yeah that's their whole business model just dump money in get it big enough or are we going to sell it and be done a lot of breweries have done that as well mm-hmm. yeah yeah Elysian in seattle did that they got bought out uh by somebody and i think pyramid did also red hook got bought out years ago too yeah yeah, because there's huge alcohol companies that will just dump money at you to own you because they don't want to compete with you. So, yeah, smart. It's what Reynolds just did. It's what Clooney just did. So, Ryan Reynolds, yeah. not Nick Reynolds. I Sorry. wish my cousin had called me once in a while. <laughs> I wish you would just sold something for a billion dollars. So yeah. Get on it. Nice. On a related topic, check out the vocal minority uh, fine whiskey and tequila products that we'll be launching <laughs> any day now. So, all, right. all right, gentlemen. Well, that's going to do it for another compelling, humorous episode of The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve Olabruski. Where's our webpage, you ask? It's thevocalminority.net. And you can see our socials there. You can communicate with the show. And I hope you do it all. Follow us on TikTok before it goes away. <laughs> it's not going anywhere, dude. Stay frosty. <laughs> Stay frosty, Brewski. This is the Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve.